Hello and welcome to another episode of The Real Film Shady with me, Katrina. And me, Martin. How are we? Not bad. Long time I feel no like see. you need to change the intro a wee bit. Yeah. I feel like you need to spice it up for oh, next time. Oh gosh, I didn't realise I was getting like crisped on. I feel like you need to liven. Yeah. Grasp why, the why audience. Do, why don't you do it? Hello and welcome to another episode of The Real Film Shady. I mean, My name is Martin. And I'm your host. And who and even talks like joined that? Joined by Katrina. That's like my telephone voice. No, oh, I just feel like a wee... Yeah. A wee spruce it up now. Okay, I'll, I'll have a wee think. Get the ball rolling. Okay. You can... I might just chuck some ideas Rather than sounding like you've just woken up for a 12-hour nap. I mean, it's more the opposite. I've just <laughs> gotten in from like a 12-hour shift. <laughs> but, um, it's a bit hot and a bit... Yeah. I know. We've literally picked like the hottest... Yeah. ...week to, to do this. Uh, it's just one of those things. It's just... Good old Scottish weather. But anyway, what do we watch? We watch Psycho. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. That one. Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, it was a good, it was classic. It's one of those ones that I feel like it's right up there with like a film, oh, you need to have seen Psycho. And you're like, nah. Yeah, I'm sure we said that about Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane was No, finished. you said that about Citizen Kane. You I, picked it? I know, I, because I'd never seen it before. And i never heard of it before. So I didn't actually have anything... But I feel like that's one of those ones that is like a proper tickle. Like I can understand why that's on the list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's my first ever Hitchcock film, I think. No. I'm sure it is. Are we? No. You probably have watched other ones. I don't think so. I'm now trying to think of other oh, ones. Oh, you've got like Rebecca, was that not? I know, you've Hitchcock, got like Birds. The, the Birds. Which happens every night outside our I, house. I, I genuinely don't think I've seen no. a Hitchcock film before. I would, I would watch one yeah. now. It's, it's, it's opened, opened up opened, my world. Yeah. Which is really quite ridiculous considering we're doing a film podcast and I've never seen any films to do with one of the greatest directors ever. But then again, that's the reason why we're, we're doing the podcast and doing the... To educate me. The films. Well, to educate both of us. <laughs> but no, it's my first ever Hitchcock film. Yeah. Um, It was a good one to start me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if obviously you're a bit like ourselves and haven't seen it or not really too familiar with it, basically it is this woman who decides on a whim, I'm going to steal money and I'm going to run away with her lover, essentially. And also back in the day that was frowned upon because you need to be married before you can do it. Mm -hmm. Like, you can go and do stuff like that. (laughs) So... I feel like there was a wee bit of um, sass in your voice there. Yeah. That was your feminist. That was my feminist coming side out coming out, there. yes. Uh-huh. So you she... can't just steal money and just No. If you feel like Apparently it. it's a bad thing. Kidding on. So obviously she steals the money, um goes to run away. As she's then running away, she's like, Oh, I changed my mind. I'm I'm gonna head back. But then as she's heading back, she gets into like a bit of a kind of storm a storm, like rain, really bad yeah, rain. Bad rain. And ends up, like, I'll just pull off the road and I'll go and stay at the Bates Motel. Now, I'd heard of the Bates Motel before this. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I honestly did not realise that's what... It seemed like people was, oh, it's like the Bates Motel in there. I generally did. I was like, all right, I don't really know what I'm talking about. And, that, and I also realised it's from that film. And obviously there's a TV show as well. Mm-hmm. Um, on well, it. That's, that's the only way I'd known about it was uh-huh. the TV show. Yeah. I didn't realise there was... I didn't realise it was from Psycho. Uh-huh. Um, it's actually from a book. Uh-huh. Yeah. Back in like the 50s or something like that. 
and obviously she meets the kind of um well who the son who is essentially running the the motel but mm-hmm. is obviously like look they've they've moved the highway we don't get anyone coming near us then most were very very quiet she was the only person that was there and obviously things progressed but we'll we'll get to that when we get well, to that obviously like we just said yep psycho yep based on a book yep from the 1950s which in turn was actually based loosely on a true story oh no yeah serial killer ed gein ed gein ed mm-hmm. gein don't really know how to say his surname okay him some guy called ed was mm-hmm. a serial killer and mm-hmm. this is what it was based on well, there you go loosely I would have kept that for your fun fact. I was just going to Googled Bates Matilda. Oh, right, okay. Um, so obviously, as we say, we were kind of, for me, and I know you'll probably be the same because I know what you like and you've moaned about it plenty of times, but the credits at the start. I know, what's that all about? I don't <laughs> want to watch your credits. I knew you were going to say this because you hate... It's the same with Bond. You hate James the credits. Bond. Nah, but at least they've got a jazzy tune. Oh, that no, was just like... To be fair, that was quite... It was quite an intense... And you're like, well, calm down. It was, well, I, I quite enjoyed that because it was quite intense. All right, so you enjoy that. We don't but like see the whole thing with Bond with bloody... Let this guy Adele singing in the back. I don't care about Adele. No, I don't really. I prefer... <laughs> this is where we're opposite. But I knew, see, when we were watching that, I'm like, he's going to moan about the fact that the credits... Do you know what? I actually start. never wrote it down. Did you know because what? a lot of films do it these days, so I've kind of just accepted it. Uh-huh. But I hate the hate fact it. they put the credits at the start. I hate it. Chances are, mm-hmm. I'm going to know who's in the film I'm going to go and see. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. you're interested in watching it, so you kind of realise who the actors Nine times out of ten, ah, you, you, you have like actors and actresses that you you like, so you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll go and see that because so-and-so's in it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I don't need them to tell me at the start of the film who's going to be and in that film. And all the hype round about the film anyway. Exactly. They're like, oh, we're interviewing so-and-so for such and such a film. Don't like, even oh. get me started on post-scene credits. Oh. A post- post-credit scenes I should say. Aye but you like a good Marvel and they've all. I know. And you need to sit for like five minutes. I like if I can fast forward it. Aye but you need to sit in the cinema. Aye but you need to sit in the cinema for the post credit scenes which is halfway through the credits and then the post post credit scenes which is another bit which is another three hours later once I know. you've it's... learned every Tom, Dick and Harry that's in the film. I, I appreciate you need, to, you need to sort of recognise yeah. everyone that's involved. I get that. Yeah. That's fine. I don't really like to see their names though. Well, it's not even that, but are you ever going to meet them? Yeah, no. Are you ever going to remember them? Exactly. That's the thing. They're not going to remember you either. The only thing that you don't mind sitting through for the credits for is if there's funny names. Okay. Like Henry Longbottom or something like that. Okay, and you just insulted Mr. Henry Henry Longbottom. If you are listening, we do apologise. It's a very (laughs) classic name. But no, I wasn't even going to mention the credits because I have just accepted it, but it does annoy the shit out of me. I've also noticed as well, sorry. No, you go. Okay. Um, with, obviously, again, having doing, like, doing the podcast, watching older films, and also our kind of big film around about Christmas time is It's Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. So a lot of kind of films round about that era and, and, and that kind of time, obviously when... We eventually get through the credits and we are kind of like introduced to the kind of main, one of the main characters at the time. She's obviously in a hotel room with 
somebody who okay. isn't her husband and again as I say back in the day that's frowned upon they don't like old films they don't actually kiss well my first point right is if you notice that no my first point they literally just kind of rub their, their faces together and like oh see, like that and you're like you can actually make contact with I literally wrote word for word see when couples kiss in 60s films uh-huh. it's always so forceful and slobbery it just looks like it's a pure wet mess. And they always make it look as if it's like, oh, oh, like that. And you're like, you don't need to be that dramatic when you're kissing each other. Nah, man, just slip the tongue. No, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, end of podcast. Thank you for coming. Um, this is also the last ever episode of our podcast as well. Are we French every now and then, Bob? Oh, but like... No, but I always like... See, those... if you, like, see if you, like, you would, it looks as if they're like wrestling each other. Ah, oh, it's just... Forceful. Uh-huh. There's like no chemistry. Aye. There's no kind of like. It's just is a they just kind of go with a face and just ooh rub it around Aye. and then it's like oh and you're like and they're, they're too busy going oh that they're not actually kissing. It always seems so wet as well. It Aye. always seems like there's just a lot of levels. No, I don't know if it's if they've got their eyes closed or they need to be more practicing, but they'll go like to kiss and then they're like kissing their ear and like. Then they'll go from like one ear down to the, like the other side of the, the cheek. Just passion. Hi, but you need up that game. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right. Need up that game. We'll not take any educational videos from the sixties then. No, please don't. <laughs> so we find out that she's working, right? And the guy's coming around. And he's buying a house. Yes, for his daughter. Aye, forty yeah. grand. Yeah. Oof. If only. Well, <laughs> I know obviously you need to consider inflation and all yeah, that yeah. stuff, and it wouldn't be forty grand in today's money. No, it wouldn't. But my heart sank a wee bit oh, when no. I realised that it was forty thousand for the house, and I'm just like, hmm. that was nearly our deposit. I'd have probably <laughs> paid our house off by now if that was all yeah. ours was. Aye, and then some. Yeah. And then some. Think can, about, can, imagine that, can you imagine Can you imagine the the deposit? I think I like, our our deposit for this house. Was probably what like. I don't know, but I don't even know. Like, but even then, half? even then, you look at like having your mortgage paid off that quickly. The holidays you could have had. Oh, we've got another thirty odd years to go. I think. I know. I don't know if I can do that. You don't do it anyway. <laughs> what do you mean? You don't do it. It's not your mortgage. Well, it's your, it it's is our mortgage. Aye, exactly. But it's me that pays for it. Aye, but I pay for other things. No, you do. You do. Aye. Uh, well, 40 grand for a house up bargain oh, that'd be cush too wouldn't it I'd love that I'd buy two <laughs> <laughs> just get greedy about it <laughs> just whenever I fall out with you just kick you the other just, but you can go to the other house you can go to the west wing of the house once an neighbour crops it yeah, buy that, that house. you keep saying that I, I really want to buy a house and just knock the walls down and create a big house I mean it would be class but I don't see Carol popping her clogs anytime soon I've just watched Psycho. <laughs> Carol, if you're listening, run. <laughs> um, so she's stealing the money. Yeah. And she's asked for the afternoon off. Yeah, she wasn't feeling well. She wasn't feeling wet. So she says. Look. That's all of the shite, right? She was just guilty conscience. She, she was like, a fast, I'm a fast out here. Get away. Oh, I am out here. See you later. How unlucky do you need to be though to be driving around town and see your boss cross the road oh. and the two of you just stop and clock eyes with each other? That, if you're playing hooky, 
Can you imagine that? But the thing is, I think, like, not that I've obviously never done it from work, right? But I think, see, if I was, I think I'd be shit myself too much. I just wouldn't leave the house anyway. I know. Or I'd go somewhere where I know... Somebody would see you. I'd go to, like, another country for the day. Somebody's... Somebody somewhere's going to see you. You're going to, you're going to cop there's always you're a going to cop There's up. always a trail. Ah, you're going to cough up at some oh. point. And then you're then, like... When you go back and it work, oh, you're feeling a bit better, oh, yeah, yeah. And then if you're then having a conversation, something might slip out. I just couldn't live for that, that stress in my life. Uh, I'm too honest for that shit. You're not a very good liar. I'm not, I'm hopeless. <laughs> you're free, you've got too many tales. <laughs> oh, I know, I'm, I'm shy to poker. Do not even ask me to, to play any casino games with you because I'd just be able to just give me money right now. Sit up. <laughs> I'll get a deck of cards. Aye. Um, I also felt as well like throughout the film, at some points there was like the I get the music was very well like the actual like the kind of main the score score that's the word I was looking for. Thanks for that. It's because I watched the credits and there's a musical score coordinator. Uh, oh, you remember his name? Henry Longbottom. <laughs> you tell so much, shit. Um, but I did feel like at some points there was like really intense music, and it was mm. just. Like, not an intense scene. But that's just a part of that genre. No, I know. Because it's the same, you could be watching Halloween or I Know What You Did Last Summer oh. or any type of slasher type films. Oh. And they always, it's the music that creates the suspense. And, you're like, <laughs> and you think something's going to happen. And then, and then nothing happens. It's that sort of double edged sword of it. Yeah. For me. Uh huh. One of the main, so she's driving. Yes. She's so, getting out of there. Yeah. Right. Like, Two points with it, right? First of all, first of all, yep. do you think you could fall asleep at the side of the road? No. After just stealing 40 grand well, this, and having it in your car? I think I've mentioned in, I don't know what other podcast it was, but I'm sure we, we've, we've talked about it before. See, if I was, like, I think it was when we were, when we were in Jurassic Park. See if I was in a very intense situation, so dinosaurs come to eat me, or having just broken the law, I don't think I'd be quite as chill just to be like, you know what, I'm going to go for a wee nap. I'd be too on, I'd be too nervous, I'd be too anxious mm. and too on edge. I couldn't then just be like, I dare say, maybe I'd be awake for like a couple of days and I would just crash. Exhaustion uh, takes over. But I don't think I could just have literally whilst I'm in the midst of stealing the money, be like. Do you know what? Especially on the side of the road. Like no, you just but you're just, asking, you're just, just asking for somebody to be like, you're out there, pal. Hi. Like, I know. Oh, aye, because we're all, you know, fine and well over here. I don't know any weirdos. Well, I've been into town recently. <laughs> I don't know any weirdos. That's because you are one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I, I don't know. And then the other point with it was. Yeah, I think we're just going to have the same point. So the copper comes. Yep. The police officer. The police officer comes. Uh-huh. Your car. That your guy. Your car, your nan. So they come over uh-huh. and he starts questioning her, just pure. You're right there. Innocently. Uh, what's happening? And then. Stuck at the side of the road. What's going on? No bottle. Uh huh. No bottle. She's, she's just stole 40 grand. Uh huh. And she loses her shit oh, straight away. Oh, shoot. Honest to God, man. You only ask her to help you with a jumping event, no. would you? No. I mean. She starts panicking. Uh, she starts getting agitated. She starts and she's like, oh, fidgeting. Well, well, I just want to go. She wants to get away from him. She acts suspicious. She does. 
which then just like, doesn't help the situation. It doesn't help her at all. Like you say, you've just stole 40 grand and now you don't have the balls to do it? Uh-huh. Like, she literally made that so much worse for herself. Had she uh-huh. just played it cool, cool cam collected. She would have been fine. She would have been like, yeah, is everyone alright? Oh, sorry, I just I was doing a long drive. I'm going to see some family across state. I just fell asleep. I was going to go and find a motel, but um, I didn't want to risk it in the rain. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just moving on now anyway. No worries at all, just checking in, you're alright. Bish bash boss, you're done. There you go. But no. No. She panics and she's like, oh, um, why, why do you need to know that? Yeah. You don't You don't answer back. You don't ask, ask a question to a police officer if they've just asked you one. You tell them the answer and be like, please and thank you, see you later. I wouldn't know. I've had zero interactions with police officers. You used to get pulled over all the time, you'd be quite fierce. To be fair, I used to get pulled over all the time because of the car, not because of my driving. And my, because look at the car that shouldn't be on the road. My old Fiesta, it was a classic. It was a classic, it was a cool car. Uh, yeah, it was a cool car, it was, a, it was an old classic car. But it had... Character. Uh, well... Bits I, falling off it. Aye. Things held on that should never be held on with other things. The white mirrors were held on with cardboard. Yep. Which wasn't very waterproof. And Did you also have blue tack at some point? Um, blue tack. Was that not the, the rear blue view? The blue tack was the rear view mirror. Aye, they used to have so often just fold. Aye. Blue tack loses its adhesiveness. Aye, but it was just like you'd be driving along the motorway and it just go doom. Um, I never got a lot of money when I sold it. I'm surprised you even managed to Well, sell. I think I just handed it in and got like 100 quid off I my think new just done, I think I just done it for like scrap. <laughs> That was that was going to scratch. I actually think like the the tiles probably got were both. worth more than the actual car. Aye, sounds about right. Looking at it. Although I did, uh-huh. I know this is pure off topic, but I did have like so it was a nineteen ninety seven plate. It was an R Reg. R Reg. Uh huh. And it came with a cassette player. Oh, I fucking love the cassette player. Right. My first. Car Obviously, was when I passed my test in two thousand and ten, CDs. It was CDs and iPods. Uh huh. Not even iPhones, iPods. iPods, the wee iPod shuffles and iPod nanos. Uh-huh. But we took out the cassette player. Oh, a modification. And I put in a CD player. <gasps> oh, and which probably cost the more than the CD car. player was about 150 quid. <laughs> and like I say, I think I got about £100 back from my car. The devaluation <laughs> of my car. <laughs> so funny. I paid £800 for it. Shut up. I paid for the car and when I when I bought that car I paid. Oh, that down no, no, no. It was uh, over in uh, Mount Vernon there, yeah, Mount Vernon. I had the choice between the nineteen ninety seven plate Ford Fiesta uh-huh. for eight hundred quid, which yeah. is what I got, uh-huh. or a bum orange oh, Renault Clio. Oh yes. Two thousand plate. Well, that one. I think it was like eight fifty or something, oh. and I went for the Fiesta. <laughs> what even? I didn't want to drive up your bum orange car. Excuse me. I know you. You <laughs> a few years later drove a bum orange car. But... Aye, but mine. I love that. See my my wee uh, Fiat five hundred and my, my first one. Do you know what it is? I fucking love that. See that I see that didn't cost me so much to run. I'd have kept that. I'd have probably still had that now. Nah, it was mine. I passed my test. You shut up, you. I passed my test and I ran up wheel. <laughs> I swear to God. I know you did. I swear to God. Because I've seen you in your driving lesson. Anyway, I'm completely anyway, off topic. Completely off topic there. Um, so, yeah, obviously, as you say, she could have fucked it with the police. And then she arrives at the Bates Motel. Yeah. And Starts talking to Norman. Starts talking to Norman. 
and he it's a bit peculiar but I think it's just more kind of maybe like a wee bit socially awkward yeah that's the way I would have seen it at yeah. first um, and he's obviously explaining you know we don't get a lot of people around about here anymore you know I'll, I'll put you into to room one you know it's closest to the house if you need in just give us a shout uh-huh. that's fine but yes. before that I know what you're going to say I don't know if you do but before that he <laughs> says they've got 12 rooms yep and they've got 12 vacancies yep now I'm sorry but I've stayed in a wee motel before. Oh, have you? Eh? I, I would not stay in a place they didn't have anyone, that else. Didn't have anyone else. No. Especially like... over in America. I've seen too many Netflix documentaries. <laughs> you do not stay in a motel you don't see... in America uh-huh. when you're the only person there. Yeah. All the bad shit. All the bad shit happens. happens. And I also feel as well, like, it's the same as you wouldn't go, for me, I wouldn't go and eat in an empty restaurant because it just, kind of screams something's wrong with it, poor service. Because if it's good service and it's nice food and it's got a good reputation, it's going to be busy. Mm-hmm. If it's not all those things, then there's, there's, there's also something wrong. So I'd be like, ding, ding, ding. Well, it's alarm bells would go off. Uh, exactly. And that's how I felt. As soon as he said that, I've got 12 rooms and 12 vacancies. I'd be like, you, you sure about that, pal? You've still well, got, you've you've still still got, got 12. Well, you've still got Uh-huh. See you later, buddy. Stop stealing my jokes, please. Sorry. <laughs> Everyone knows I'm the funny one in this podcast, Katrina. Sure. We'll go for that. <laughs> um, sorry, on you go. Um, so, yeah, obviously she goes into the, um, the room and you see her obviously just kind of like putting her stuff out and it unpacked and kind of hiding the money and kind of like, oh, I think he was like fixing up a sandwich or something like that. And she overhears up in the house the mum being like, you're not bringing her up here and I'm not having her kind. You know, a single woman um, in a motel herself, we all know those type of women and all that kind of stuff, right? Basically just calling her absolute slut. Aye. Um, So you then see him coming down with like a wee sandwich and he's like, oh, you know, we could... Well, she says... He didn't want to go into the room because... she offers... For like, do you want to continue to have dinner? And then... He was like, oh, we could do it in the office. Why don't we do it in the office? Uh Basically because he was, in my head, he was like, he doesn't want to go into that room. And then his mum's going to be like, what the fuck are you doing in her room? Mm -hmm. But see, when you first met him, Uh and obviously you offered her dinner and all that stuff, and he seemed quite, like he's socially awkward. What was your first impressions? Did you think he was a nice guy, or did you think he was too forward and creepy? Like genuinely, as the first thing you'd ever seen that film? Um... I think, like, I'd have been, I think, I probably would have just said, for me, it was probably just a wee bit more socially awkward. Now, having the conversation then kind of progressed, there was a few things where I'm like, oh, that was a bit, why would you ask But then you're like, maybe it's just him being, like, a wee bit mm-hmm. out of touch with communicating with the public, yeah. because, again, if, if they have been quiet and, you know, you can get people that, just have that kind of barrier with like interacting with people so it could, I, I, to me i probably would have just been like i probably is just him being him but obviously you then see him peeping tom ah, see when he was a kid uh-huh. what would these letters be addressed to <laughs> you said this Jonah. go tell the public what his letters would be addressed to so it'd be to master master Beats. <laughs> you said this, you were an actual pure buckle. No wonder. Uh, and it's as if you just went, 
like when we were watching it, you were just like, <laughs> and then that was you, and I'm like, what? And you're like, see when he was younger, and you were up here chuffing yourself. Uh, no wonder, because it was just like ping, a wee light bulb for you. I like, I like it when I click on uh, stuff like that. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, I do. Um, so they're having dinner. Yes. Or she's eating a sandwich. Do you not know me about this scene? Are you getting really annoyed by it? How she was eating that bread. Aye. <laughs> Bang out. Who <laughs> 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 bread like that? She yeah, she got yourself a wee tizzy over it. She was like it. a wee fucking hamster or something. Just gnawing away at the Aye, bread. Aye, but again, back in the day, you had to be, women had to be delicate and petite with how they... they... Get it, don't you? Exactly. I'd have been like two bites and I'm out of there, pal. No, she was honestly... I'd have been like, do you want me to she would have been, she was, she was like a wee hamster or something, uh, just gnawing away at it. Uh-huh. And it was doing my head in because it was like literally a sandwich. And uh-huh. it, it shouldn't take anyone that long to eat a sandwich. It really annoyed me. Aye. I know, I don't know if she was trying to be classy or feminine or whatever, but just... I don't. Ah, you don't. <laughs> you don't need to worry about that with me. But we'll put it down. No. I'm hungry. Then you to chew. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so right. she goes back to the room. Yep. ブルーズリーオンジュスユノゴーズフラッシャーワーアブルーズゴーネゴーンゲバセオフフレッシュンドアップアレンアレンアレンアレンアレンアレンアレンアレンアレンアレンアレンアレンアレンアレンアレンア
with a knife yep. coming through the curtain. Yep. And she does that pure ridiculously infamous <laughs> scream. Aye. It wasn't a very convincing stab scene. No, it was very yeah. dramatic, but then not dramatic at the same time. <sighs> yeah. Like, I get that it was obviously the 60s or whatever, and it yeah, was yeah. very... Yep. Yep. To be fair, I actually thought the film held up very well, apart from the two death scenes. Uh-huh. I thought... I were a bit. They were the only things that let the film down. Yep. It didn't look like she was getting stabbed at all. No. It, it just looked as if there was just like a random arm every so often getting chucked in, and then she was just going like, oh, oh. Yeah. It kind of looked like the person was maybe getting taking a knife very, very close. Uh-huh. And then pulling back, but yeah. not actually making any contact whatsoever. That was a wee bit silly. Yeah. I also noticed as well, like, again, after she's just been stabbed multiple times. Lack of blood. So, obviously, she's just been stabbed. But and... it did show you it drain away. Yeah, but she then, like, she also then goes against, like, the wall. Uh-huh. And then, like, slides down. Slides down. No blood in the wall. Uh, and she also, like... Falls forward and hangs over the bath. Uh-huh. It was quite a weird yeah. way to die. I know, I was trying to, like, <laughs> when I came in, I was like trying to think, like, in the shower, I was like, I mean, technically, your feet would, you couldn't just slip right down because your feet would hit off the edge of the bath. But I feel like I would still be in the bath, but I would just maybe, like, just. Aye, it was quite I mean? a weird one. Yeah. Um, I did think, though, uh-huh. that. That was probably the last scene of the film. I, I was, yeah, because I, I hadn't seen the film before, again, I just assumed yeah, that, that would it. be... Because I knew that scene. I just generally thought it was going to be, for me, again, having about yourself not seen the film ever before, I thought it was going to be, like, a kind of... What's the word? Like, kind of psychological thriller as of she's now trapped at yeah, this hotel aye. with maybe somebody chasing her uh-huh. or things like that. So assuming she was like pretty much killed within. Well, she was dead. Like yeah, she was. She was dead. Like forty five minutes, an hour, and you know, uh-huh. I don't know. And I was, was like, but oh, I just right, assumed. Okay. I generally I... just thought that would have been like building to that, mm-hmm. rather than it just being like. I was disappointed though. Two minutes into the film. Considering that his main hobby, do you remember what his main hobby was? Yes, it's taxidermy. Taxidermy. Mm-hmm. I was quite disappointed that he didn't stuff her. Ah, but then he wants to get rid of the evidence. I know, but. He's like, he could have still. My boss just killed her. Well, he could have still. Thing mid. He could have still get rid of the evidence, but he could have stuffed her first. Yeah, she's still stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just big. I don't know. I just I, again, I assumed that's where the film was going to go because he stuffed birds. Yeah. I just assumed he was then going to stuff. Right. His mother's victim. Yeah, I feel as though like yeah, he could have probably preserved. But then again, as I say, he's probably then just want to get rid of the. Get rid of the evidence. Um, but do you know what um, I really enjoyed about after the stab scene, after the death scene? Yeah. And it kind of made me appreciate Alfred Hitchcock and the way he directed his films and uh-huh. sorted them all. There wasn't any talking for the next 10 minutes. No. It was just him clearing up, clearing up going through it. There was, it was silent. It was literally like a black and white silent film. Yeah. But it was so gripping. Yep. It was really, really interesting to see right, what you, happened. I think it was like because there was no talking, there was no music even, mm-hmm. or if there was, it was very silent. You, you were then just concentrating on, I suppose, uh, sound it, daft, but his face I and really, his emotion. 
I really found it quite interesting. There was literally no talking at all. It was such a, mm-hmm. like I said, gripping scene, a few scenes. Yes. Uh, it will go down in movie history. Oh, here we go. <laughs> what was it? Your cinematic I know, I was trying to remember what I said. Trying to remember what I said. Um, but well, it was it was really, yeah. really amazing piece of direct. Yeah, because again, you, you see him coming in and he's like, oh, shit. Right. And and you see a wee bit of slight panic and then mm-hmm. it's as if he just snaps and he's just like, right, I know what I need to do. Do you think he's done it before? Do you think she was his first victim? Um, or do you think... She was his mother's first victim. I think it. I uh, know. I think there's maybe been, maybe not like full on victims, but I think there might have been maybe people been been chased away previously, or mm. other things have gone on that he's had to be like, oh, shit, we need to cover this up as well, isn't it? Um. Because I thought when when he was started to like bury the car in the swamp, I, or whatever it was, like the like, sinking puddle, I assumed that. Ah, he he's, he's done that before. Yeah, he he's knows what he's doing. Because I again, for me it would have been easier just to like <clears throat> burn the car or aye. something like that, to completely burn it. Yeah, I think as well it was one of those ones that, as I said, you literally you seen him kind of come in and being like, oh shit, and then it was just like methodical. Yeah. After that, it was then like right, shower curtain, put it in there, in the trunk, right, get all our belongings, make sure I've got everything out of the the room. Nothing to kind of trace it back. Yeah. So it's all those wee things that you then did kind of cover up. My thing as well that I noticed, which when we get to the end, it might have been a big sign. But he, when he came in, obviously after like she's been stabbed, he never checked to see if she was, obviously, I mean, she has been stabbed multiple times, but he never went over and was like checking for a pulse. He just was like, she's dead. Yeah, that's true. I never so, noticed that. Aye, so you, like, you didn't kind of go in and like, give it a wee sugar and be like, you, you're still alive, or like check her pulse or anything. There was nothing. nothing. Well, obviously back home mm-hmm. for our sister and yep. our lover start questioning where she is and the work start questioning where she is. So they hire a personal invest- a private investigator, sorry. Uh-huh. Um, the private investigator goes up to Norman Bates, yep. starts questioning him. Yep. Again, Norman Bates. Yep. Why does he not get his story straight? Aye. Whether it's his mum that's done it, whether it's him that's done it, whether it's whoever that's done it. Or whether she wasn't even there at the beginning. Just get your story straight. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Again, if you're going to buckle under any pressure, don't then you've fucked up in the first place. Aye, just don't do it. Uh-huh. Don't do the crime. And it's not as if the private investigator was really probing him and but he just asking up tough one questions. Times. Aye, he just slipped uh, up one too many times and they was like, oh, you yeah. said... But you said she wasn't here. Oh, well, you know, she said she was leaving early, so I didn't really kind of get to see her. All right, yeah, but when we were in, eating, and he was like, so you should... Nah, no. Wee things like that. So, obviously, he Amateurs. then he then starts to probe yep. a wee bit further, and he goes back to the hotel and mm-hmm. goes inside the house to see the mum. Oh, yeah. Right. This was the other death scene. Mm-hmm. Before that, though. Uh-huh. He'd obviously phoned the sister back to be like, there's, there's yeah. something going on here. And he's in the wee phone box. And I know it's not really part and parcel of it, but I just need to point out, how long would it take to do a phone call back in the day? Oh, we, need to... we need to do proper dial stuff. Ah, you need to sort of... And the thing is, they've done nine at the... So for us, 
999 emergency. Mm-hmm. Nine. 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 You did? By the time you get through the place? Well, over there's 911. I mean, I know, but I'm just, no, but we still had those phones over here. Ah. <clears throat> so, anyway, carry on. So, he goes out to try and question the mum. Does the chat at the door. That's right. Why would you? No, but again, this is another thing because I think he done it and then the sister, the sister done it. They just walked in. Mm. About, no, but fine, fair enough. But don't knock, right? There's no sense they're going to wait for the real woman to come out of the door. No, but they could have or even just opened the door and been like, hello. That element of surprise. Hello. Needed a bit of surprises on them because carry on. Well, the mum yep. comes out yep. at the top of the stairs. Yep. And again, stabs the private investigator. Yep. And this is one of the, this is one of the most ludicrous. Oh, the death, but he's like, he didn't even fall down the stairs. He, just he literally like, he ran backwards down the stairs. It looked as if he just slid down a banister. No, I, I think he was running backwards down the stairs. I think he got stabbed, and instead of like say falling and tumbling, mm-hmm. he was just kind of running down the stairs backwards, and, and then at the bottom landing on heat. Aye. Aye. It was one of the most ridiculous death scenes yeah. ever. Yeah, it's one of those ones that I think the two is just burst out laughing. Yeah. Because it was just so yeah, again, ridiculous. And it, you get special effects and all that. And but it kind of frustrates me because the film was so good, but those two death scenes uh-huh. were just really... Uh, I feel like I they, could have, know, they could have done the angles a bit better. Or maybe just not have him fall even down. Even if he did just fall down the stairs or even fall at the top of the stairs. And then and just, just have him aye. and I keep at the bottom. Yeah. Aye. Yeah. And obviously I think the two of us both pointed out everyone and I mean everyone mm-hmm. in that film go out the passenger side of the car. Yeah. Did you ever figure out what it was for? I don't know why they do that. Why would you do that? Why would you just go to the drive? Even if you're closest. Well, obviously back then they had it was all the one seat. No, I know what you mean. So it's not bench. as if there was like Aye. a gear stick in the middle or anything. But they all got out the passenger side and they all get in the passenger side yeah, as well. Yeah, I don't understand that. It's a lot of effort. Oh, you like, to your shimmy across. Aye. Just go to the driver's store. Oh, you would think so. And I get like fair enough. See when she done it because I was like, right, okay, it's raining. She wants to get out Aye, closest under the wee canopy, but that's fair dues. But then like. Every other time anyone anyone got in a the car, they, they went on the, the passenger side and I'm like, just literally walk around the car and go on the other side. Yeah. It's probably going to take you the same amount of time and the same amount of effort. Do you have anything to add before we get to the twist? Um, no, hold on. Uh, oh, he needs a new mattress because obviously the, was it the private investigator went into the mum's room and it was like just a pure shape in the mattress. So it's just memory foam. Yeah. <laughs> really shit then. Um so we find out that also sorry. If you don't want to know the, the, the twist, I suggest not listening for the next well, just turn the podcast off. Catch us next week. Catch us next week. <laughs> no, it's Call a spo- twist. it's a spoiler. It is. So that's what I'm saying, I'm giving people a plenty ample warning. There's a spoiler coming, so if you're going to watch the film and don't want to know what it is, turn off now. Okay. Right, they're away. They're away. Right. Go. We obviously find out that 
So the sister goes out of the house. Aye. Well, before that, we find out that the mum is supposed to be dead and buried. Yes, yeah, so then like... Well, so who's doing the killings? Uh-huh, who's so the real woman in the house? So I'm seeing my head. I don't know about you, but seeing my head, I was in like, they've killed somebody, buried it in the mum's grave. Uh-huh. And the mum's actually just been hiding out in the house. Well... That's, like what, that's say, where I went to. The sister and the lover then go up to the hotel and uh-huh. they check in and act like a couple and all yep. that stuff. And the sister yep. ends up in the house. Yes. Doesn't knock either. D- Doesn't even say hi. I mean, it's not a big deal. Not, uh, it's rude. not a big deal. Rude. But at this point, mm-hmm. Norman follows her in afterwards, right? Yep. So she ends up in the basement. Of course, because where else are you going to end up in a, hunt- in a house like that? Finds <coughs> the skeleton. Of the mum. Yeah, so you see the wee woman sitting in the chair and you uh, go, oh, that's the mum, don't go in there, don't go in there. Uh-huh. And she obviously turns the chair around. And it's just a skeleton. And it's just a skeleton. And then, a couple of seconds later, you see Norman, dressed as his mum, yeah. coming in with a knife about to kill her. Uh-huh. And thankfully, I think Sam was the guy's name, came yeah. in and like, Got fought him off and uh-huh. all that stuff and that was fine. I fucking knew it. Eh? I knew it, that he was the killer. Aye. I know this, Aye. and it annoyed me so Did much you know? because I never Did said you know? to you. Did you know? I never, Does it count them? I know, I know, I know. I knew it was going to be that nah, way. And I should have said to you because nah, as didn't. soon as as soon as the woman in the shit, what's up? What was her main name? Who? The main, the one that got killed. Can't remember her name, but she got killed in the shower. That's when I knew it was Norman, and I should have said. That's who it was, and I never said it, and now that I'm saying I knew it was Norman, you won't believe me, and the listeners won't believe me, if they've not already fucked off. Yeah. <laughs> See? I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. I just like waking up, though. Um, I, 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 that bit of the film, <clears throat> so see when you, obviously, he runs in at the basement and you see him, like, arm stretched. Yeah. Rah, rah, rah. And he's got the knife, and he's got that kind of... Is that a hokey-cokey joke? Yeah, it was a hokey-cokey joke. Wow. At the stand of the podcast. <laughs> it's where my head went. It's what happens. Um, and you see him running in and he's also got the wig on and the, the, the big long dress. And, mm-hmm. and he's got that, like, it was a proper crazy look. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was a bit, that bit of the film. Just that split second when he goes, uh-huh. shot at myself. Did you? And it's even now, like, seeing his face, it actually kind of gives me the fear of you, bit. Well... And that's the only time watching that film that I was like, oh! Aye. And was a bit like, oh, don't know, like, that's a bit scary because it was just his... He was just, quite deranged, Yeah, wasn't it was he? just it the was... kind of the manic look in his face yeah. that just like, even, I can actually still picture it now and I'm just like, oh, I don't like that. And I'm like, we went, to, we, went to, we went to bed after that. I was like, and I was like, ah, I'm going to have nightmares tonight. Uh-huh. Luckily enough, it was too hot. I can not actually sleep anyway, <laughs> so it was fine. But, Well, aye. he obviously ends up arrested. I guess. And they get like the psychologist guy in yeah, and yeah. he's explaining it all. Yeah. That was fascinating. That, I know it was a film. I uh, know that. No, no. But you could really picture it as like oh, yeah. a real yeah, psychiatric yeah, yeah. evaluation. Yep. That I found that really interesting. <laughs> yeah, and it but, was it was one of those ones that were like they were so Norman killed my sister and she was like not really yeah, but yes uh-huh. at the same time. Yes but no uh-huh. I because it was Norman physically but mentally. Yep, it was he was his it was mom. his mum. That was that was a proper Jekyll and Hyde. Aye, aye. But then it shows you him, and his cell. Aye. You hear like the mum. Uh huh. Talking. And he just he's sitting with his head down. Oh, aye, that was creepy. 
And then he just looks up and puts this weird smile across his face. Whilst his mum's been like, I'm just going to act as if it was Norman that did it. Uh-huh. But actually, though, it was me. It was me. So, okay, I'm just going to sit here nice and well behaved. And they'll think it was me. Yeah, they'll think it was Norman and not me. That was one of the creepiest endings Aye. to a film and just I've ever seen. Smile. It, At the end, that just creepy. Yeah, just proper creepy his, smile. The guy's acting there really reminded me of like, Anthony Hopkins in Silence yeah, of the Lambs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that type of Hannibal Lecter. That creep, deranged maniac. Distant stare. Uh-huh. That they're just completely disconnected. That last scene was, uh, was brilliant. It, yeah, was it was so good. creepy. It was good. But that was Psycho. That was Psycho. Talk about Mummy's Boy, that's all I'm saying. I was a Mummy's Boy. Through and through. Yeah. Oh, guys and Mummy's Boys. Oh, I know, I know, I know. We all love our mamas. Right. Any other points you want to No, that hear? is me, unless you've got any fun oh, facts. Oh, do you want any um, like some trivia? Yeah. You need to give me a second, because I can load it up. Oh, so for you need goodness to... sake. I mean, how many podcasts in? I know, I but you like fill the gap. I am filling the gap, I'm telling you, you're shite. That's me filling the gap. Marion was the woman's name. Marion. I wouldn't have thought that. I know me either, I wouldn't have thought that at all. Trivia. Mm-hmm. Right, let's see. I'm ready for it. Bring it on. Ooh. Oh. Walt Disney refused to allow Sir Alfred Hitchcock to film at Disneyland in the early 1960s because Hitchcock had made that disgusting movie, Psycho. What was the... Do you know, I bet, do you know what it was? I bet you, 100% guarantee, because the two were the same. The only reason that was an R, or 18, was because she was in her bra. Bet you. And because there was... I'm also having a stab scenes. There was canoodling in the bed as well. <laughs> Go. You know what I was saying about when he was um, younger, he would have got letters addressing Master Bates? Yes. On set... Sir Alfred Hitchcock would always refer to Anthony Perkins as Master Bates. Hitchcock did have the reputation for often harassing male and female. Okay, that's that's maybe not so good. <laughs> no, harassment, mind. yes, okay. Aye, harassment's yeah. not good, obviously. He's a good director, but he's also an arsehole. Right, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, I kind of made a balls of that, didn't I? Yeah. So that was um, trivia. No. <laughs> Hitchcock originally envisaged the shower sequence as completely silent. Yeah, okay. But they then added on the, the score. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, yeah. Mm, there you go. Which is now quite a famous score, as they say. Every theatre that showed this movie had a cardboard cutout of Hitchcock pointing to his wristwatch with a note saying, the manager of this theatre has been instructed at the risk of his life not to admit the theatre any picture, any persons after the picture starts. Mm. So he's a stickler for some timekeeping. Yeah, pretty much. What a dick. Plus, in fairness, when you go to the cinema, nine times out of ten, the trailers are the best bit. You want to go, you want to go and see and be like, oh, I fancy going and seeing that. Oh, I fancy going and seeing that. I never actually realised this. Hitchcock cameos so early in the movie, because. He knew people would be looking out for him and he didn't want to divert their attention away from the plot. I didn't even recognise him. I wouldn't know what he looks like. No. I always think he looks like some Churchill type guy. Aye. I don't have a clue what it looks like. But he's a good director. Bit of an arsehole. Bit of a dick with the harassment, obviously. Aye. But. Uh, Just let the power go to his head, Well, out of five. Um, I'm going to say probably a four. 
I'm going to go a 4.3. Because I really enjoyed the film. It was brilliant. Just, I really enjoyed it. Those two death scenes. Just, you mean the, the death scenes that were quite kind of pivotal to the... I know, I know, I know, I know. No, I, know, I get you though. I do get you. Two death scenes. I think they were... The credits at the start. The way she eats her bread. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm joking>. What's <laughs> that? Um, but I, that's... Yeah. I enjoyed it. I... I we would go back and watch it yeah, again. Yeah. I would go back and watch more Hitchcock films. Yeah. Right. So that's me. That's you. Okay, okay. Um, What's the plan for next time? So obviously we were going into doing the podcast every every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, however, we have been asked by a media company to review an independent film. Yes. Uh, so it's just a kind of quick short. Um, so I think we're going to if you're happy to do so. Of course. Um, we Bonus episode! Yeah, we're, go- we're going to chuck a wee bonus episode at you. Um, and we're going to review a film, uh, an independent film. Yes. And we'll re- release it next Actually. Friday. And then what we'll do is we can obviously, when we're doing that one, we- you can pick because it's your turn to pick. I've already picked. Oh, have you? Joined? Well, you can just tell people there then. Um, if, you don't pick, want, um, if you don't want to listen to the bonus one, I don't need it. I'm going to pick Breakfast good. at Tiffany's. Oh, yes. I love it. Yeah. Love That's it. my film. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. So we've got a bonus episode coming out um next Friday. After that, we are back to the, the two weeks. Yeah, so main episodes will be two weeks time. Yeah. But we'll have a wee bonus one for you. A wee, wee short one. A wee bonus one. Um, but as ever, guys, if you do want to get in contact with us, um, so as I say, if you yourselves have any film suggestions you think we could watch, if you have any films you yourselves, you know, are wanting us to review, again, just slide into our DMs. We're not fussy. Um, but yeah, if you want to get in contact with us, we are on Twitter at film underscore shady. Uh, but from us this week, that is it. Catches. Bye, guys. <laughs>